This is not Quora. What are you doing? There's people that think that Radar is some sort of Quora, and I'm getting a message from someone who says they're waiting for a giant red button that says, ask your question. Ask awesome. <laughs> I mean, people call Radar all kinds of things. Hacking news for Africa. It's a Quora for Africa. We're flattered. Anyways, what, what is it exactly, if you would describe? Uh, radar is radar. a... Radar is the... Radar is a cabal. It's a cabal inside the cabal. It's it's the real cabal. And for those who know how Tech Cabal started, it was it was a community. It was everyone, you know, bringing their own expertise to bear on the subject. Because my opinion is, not a lot of bloggers in Africa are experts, as it were, like the field. It's actual entrepreneurs. It's uh, it's it's the operators, it's the developers, you know, who can speak right. intelligently to the actual issues, and you know, people coming to pontificate is not really the most ideal situation, in my opinion. Therefore, you know, you need to create a community and then allow them to talk about stuff. Yeah, and that was what Techball started out of. Out eventually became super newsy because people began to demand to be informed, you know. But we had to figure out how to carve out that cabal out of the cabal, which is why we did radar stuff. You know, but uh, people using interestingly, I think the most interesting emergent behavior that we're seeing is people using to ask questions. Yeah, and sometimes these experts actually come up. I think um, a few days ago, Jason actually came up to answer the question on, um, I can't exactly remember which now, but he gave this really, you know, long and super expository and very insightful response. Um, I think maybe... I mean, people can really come and, and ask all these questions and and get answers. From the people who should know, right? From the people who should know. Which is kind of why we do the AMAs, the Ask Me Anything sessions. Uh, those have been pretty interesting. With Mark Essien, Tayo Vyosu. Uh, we did one with Eddie Pierna from South Africa, co-founder of Wu Themes. The one we did last week was... They're also messed. Really? I <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, if, you, if you say so, um, <laughs> Access Bank were pretty cool. They might have overdone the meme thing, yeah, a couple times, you know. <laughs> they're probably the one of the more uh, experimental brands are willing to experiment, you know, with you know how you communicate with this generation of people. And yeah. they, they do that on Twitter and Facebook, and they came to Radar and brought their brand off interestingness to the platform answered quite a few questions from people you know looking to understand how they could use their pay with capture service uh, yeah. in their businesses so that was pretty chilled you know but yeah anyways this is the tech cabal podcast we're still so i'm going to give you some names uh, we're still in between so... names right now and we're getting a lot of interesting feedback from the community um, i had to beg benga to publish this podcast you know, on Wednesday. And he finally did, you know, to the glory of whatever God you I'm serve. I'm just going to say that I was super self-conscious, you know. But then, anyways. But we're, we're, you know what? We're going to come back to this um, naming thing later on. That's what's going on. Uh, quite a lot. So in Nigeria, 10.7 million lines were deactivated last week. All your, all your lines will belong to us, says the NCC. But I don't, I don't really understand uh, what was going on because I was browsing last week and I saw this thing that Etzela does, which is they just like push messages at you. And it was saying something about my line being potentially 
listed for deactivation because my registration info was not complete and I till now I've not been deactivated so I don't know did I get lucky or is it because I'm we're a tech about they probably checked out and said it's bank or it's that guy he's going to write about it and no one is going to use our line again but a ton of people have gotten their lines deactivated which must be really shitty for those people um maybe on the part of the telcos the whole registration exercise has been really problematic they've been doing this thing for years now as early five as five years and they spent a whole lot of money you know just prosecuting that project and it's still not done yeah. 10.7 how many people do you think is 10.7 million lines because That's nigerians like, um, typically own more than one so the every nigerian will have maybe two lines and you know the more enterprising one will have like three lines yeah you know, so if you divide by three that actually comes back to around maybe three to four million people affected it's not a lot right for a market that has 180 million million uh, I, you know see okay nine enough of the bullshit stats anyways OLX is in the news again, and for good things this time, um, apparently they did this deal with Mandela's. The OGs. So, um, yeah, so they've, been, they've been around for quite a while. Yeah, uh, since the 50s. Yeah, are you referring to OLX or Mandela's? Mandela's, not OLX. Yeah, those are super OGs. Yeah. So, what um, does Mandela's do again? Um, they sell cars, but but this partnership with OLX, it's uh, more on certifying the cars that comes onto OLX. So if I want to sell a car on OLX, it has to go through this sort of standardization thing. Verification process. Verification process. And it's not verifying that it's just that the seller is legit or that, but you know, you're not car. getting ripped off, but, but that the car itself is sound and roadworthy yeah. and, you can and you're paying the right amount for it and i think it's good for the buyers as well as the sellers what the hell is a printer doing uh let me check <laughs> it out maybe it's ready cheaper turn the freaking printer off man uh, uh okay like pull the plug i'm pulling all the plugs jeez Everything. come on you're like ruining the... sorry okay we're back totally kill the flow that one but um, the cars are certified that they will be roadworthy I mean, if anyone is winning um, from this, I mean, for a brand that has been around since 1953, it's a great way for them to get deal flow, you know, sell more cars, thing listing Mandela's um, inventory. But if you ask me, the biggest winner here is uh, OLX because since the whole kidnapping thing, you know, security has just been such an issue. Security trust, you know, and... Mm. And I think that's really what they're trying to double down upon here. Trust. At least if you can't hire a nanny and be sure who this nanny is, know that when you're coming here to get a car, you're getting a yeah. solid one. You're getting a solid car, so uh, it should be easier to procure cars now. Um, if we, if we, you know, with every sense of, uh, you know, trust and belief in a reliable brand like, you know, Mandela's is verifying or vetting that these cars are not. Yeah. And, and here is something. Junk hips that are likely about. to kill you, you know, next tomorrow. <laughs> Seriously, we need to move on though. Uh, uh, so there's a similar partnership. Um, oh, Checky, Checky, yes, because they. And Mannheim. Uh, it's, it's really getting interesting, you know, uh, in this space. Really, these businesses are not technology startups or, you know, internet startups per se. They are really just car dealing businesses that are using, you know, the websites. internet, you know, websites. You know, so all of a sudden, now you can import cars from abroad. Then again, the distribution pipeline being the internet means that they can reach so much more people and, 
you really do not have to consult your Tokumbo agent, you know, go to Kutunu to buy the car anymore. You can. What, why are we doing ads for Cheki and Rolex, right. by let's the way? Move on. Let's, move on. <laughs> let's move on. So in Nairobi, Iba is having... Iba is crushing good. it, right? <laughs> Uh, because they're doing something very un-Uber-like. They're receiving cash. Yeah. And that must make Easy Taxi uh, have nightmares. Apparently, that was their unique value proposition. And I've always wondered why it was a unique value proposition. I don't want to carry cash. I mean, you don't carry cash, for instance. Do you, do you, you are not uh, the market. You are in the minority. Average human beings in, I don't know, in... I mean, unless you're in, living in Estonia where, you know, everything is pretty much space age, people carry cash. I mean, I do not carry cash, to be okay, So I'm just thinking of a couple of indices. Um, I use a mobile app on my phone. One mobile app. I'm a pretty tech-forward person. I'm trying to put, put um, the picture of an average easy taxi user. If I'm using a mobile app that says other taxi online, I'm pretty sure I don't want to go through the extra inconvenience of bringing out cash to when pay. When do. You know, so, I mean, I believe by the virtue of me using a mobile app and, and a phone and thinking of ordering a taxi online, I mean, I should be able to... You, you have a point um, that the profile of the person who would use a taxi app to book a taxi will, is very likely to have a debit card. But then again, you need to realize that, that theory uh, is market-specific. So this is Nigeria where... Debit card penetration is decent. It's not as, you know, because unbanked are like 60%. You know, and if you don't have a bank account, you're not likely to have a debit card, blah, blah, blah. But um, usually it's an upmarket thing. So the addressable market will typically be with people that have, you know, the ability to access technology on a high level. Whereas uh, where, what, what you need to appreciate then is that Kenya is a bit different now. There's lots of great things going on in Kenya's technology scenes, like technology innovation, um, as it has happened nowhere else. One of the biggest being M-Pesa, which means that people do lots of great stuff with mobile money. Uh, but what why cash is so attractive as a proposition is the fact that, and this was something I found out when I went, I went to Nairobi in May, that debit cards are not that common uh, because they do not work very well, especially they do not work with a lot of with lots of international transactions so lots of people just don't have debit cards or even if they have them they do not work in uh, for international purchases and obviously they will not work inside of uber so uber as a proposition found it difficult to proliferate in fact, i was having this conversation with an uber driver the first one that picked me up while i was in nairobi and he said for a fact that what uber needs to do first is to launch uber for business because businesses tend to have um, internationally accepted debit cards just because of the fact that they are companies and because of the, they do business internationally so they can then enable Uber for business for their employees and that way it will increase adoption but the biggest thing that he was looking forward to seeing was when they will be able to support M-Pesa you know, and, and they actually did not just go and support M-Pesa they actually went the oh, whole nine yards yeah. and just went to, you know for for cash oh, and I'm not surprised that that is happening it's uh, uh, what what this is telling me is that you know, Uber just demonstrated this insane ability to do whatever it takes, you know, to win a market and get say, the market. be afraid, you know, people. It's, Interesting stuff. It's and like crazy the, people. Um, yeah, great guys. And they also 
launched the um M-Pesa payment three uh, M-Pesa that's the mobile money on the Uber on but Uber. I, that has been there for quite a while it's been months really they've done that yeah I have no idea I thought considering that we report also yeah it was a pilot okay yeah so, so it doesn't like quali- it doesn't qualify as a new it doesn't qualify as news it's been it's been there okay inside the app I mean we don't live in Nairobi so. Right. You can be excused. Okay. So the group 3X, interesting group figures. And things happen when you... Interesting growth hack. Yeah. So, Nigeria, Africa, Android One is here. This is the most... Um, I was at the Google Android One Where? unveiling event. And, I mean, typically, uh, was I did not pay attention to anything else but the, but the phone. You know, like all the other people that were there, MTN, Jumia... Uh, as far as I was concerned, the most interesting thing that was happening was the Infinix device that is carrying Android One. And when I looked at that device, I had a, you know, finally had a chance to play with it. Everything that was just screaming in my mind that it's it's over. You have stuck Android on this dirt cheap device, and it does everything that a Nexus device does. So, granted, and pending when I do my full review, I've not written a review in a while, but I'm really excited about this one. Pending when you, you you actually, if you use the device up to a point, you know, and push it, it actually begins to lag because this is a cheap phone. It's 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 got you know two gigs of RAM. Its its processor is really you know low end. It's not using one of the fancier um, core chipsets or anything like that. It's it's pretty subpar if you put it next to a Moto G device but for people who are buying their first smartphone they will not notice these things because it's great it's it's amazing it's a it's an amazing introduction to a smartphone and i i i i'm sorry to be the bringer of bad news but it's over you know it's it's over for blackberry it's over for windows phone these phones proliferate across africa and it's done google one resistance is futile the Borg is taking over. So, wait, can I ask this? All my ignorance is going to show here. Yeah, go ahead. What the Borg? The Borg is Star Trek villains who a uh, robot um, colony who go around assimilating other races. Uh, We're not going to go into Star Wars. I mean, sorry, Star Trek. Okay, so well, <laughs> the phone retails at seventeen seventeen five hundred uh five hundred. I mean, it's still on the is it, it's still a bit on the pricey side until phones get into the ten thousand naira range, which is somewhere around what twenty five dollars. Like this is basically the fifty dollar phone that yeah, has I been mean, promised. That's the goal. This is you know, and they've hit the fifty dollar mark. No, this is this is seven dollars actually, but it's seven dollars. Okay. My bad, you know. But you're still going to where this is going is around the 25 to 30 dollar range like if you do that i can then say with certainty without you know with all sense of you know like what you know moku will say with fear of god <laughs> that it is over it's done like yeah I, well, I, I, the signs of capitulation are already there is blackberry apparently the rumors say will be releasing uh a google powered yeah that's device. the um venice android venice i'm buying that phone Okay, um, I think I, I'm liking the idea, but who knows? I mean, if there is a good execution, maybe people would use it. Like, screw like how more execute? No, how 
more how better could you execute when you put the power of blackberry email on top of Oh, Google, Android Google's, you know, Android, stock Android, not just like regular shitty skinned. Yeah. Uh, it's anyways. The pure power of Android on the pure power of BlackBerry email. It's a match made in heaven. It will slay. I'll drop my iPhone in a heartbeat. Awesome. Remind me to pick it up. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. yeah, it's an iPhone six. It's still one year old. Anyways, uh, so the, some leaks came out. Uh, in this past week, and uh, those are the, like the um, the best images that we've let seen them be true, uh, BlackBerry, because this is the only chance you have to survive. Yeah. I, I, I've seen the pictures; they look very good. There's keyboards on. There's a keyboard on the on, on the, the Venice, the slider. You know, uh, so the BlackBerry makes the best keyboards, software or hardware, in any universe, any alternate universe that you go into. BlackBerry keyboards rule. Um, I've I've not had an Android for a while until I got this Android One device. So far, it's interesting. There are places that are really cool. There's places that are really frustrating coming from an iPhone uh, perspective in terms of the user experience. But I think that you know Amalgam will slay. Yeah, I, I think it will. And one thing I was telling you during the week was Android I mean, and BlackBerry. Hopefully, BlackBerry doesn't mess this up by trying to fork the Android. I mean, they'd be stupid to try. To be honest, it, it well, just like just give up. It's just gonna totally flop like the Nokia X and XL that we had back back in the day. No, no, those? actually, I don't think those were flops. To be honest, those were that that was rebellion. That was the middle finger to Microsoft. Like we're we're not we're still here. There's still you know, I, I think those were interesting experiments that you know showed the independent side of Nokia. And come 2016, we will see whether there will be a renaissance of that you know totally luscious company. Yeah. When I, back in my tech lawyer days, I wrote this really super long read. I'll probably post a link to that okay. um, uh, under the podcast. So just check it. Yeah, like look at me. You know, and I was actually totally wishing that Nokia would not end up like Kodak. You know, it's, uh, that was also a really sad story about how such a great company could, could come to such, you know, depths of obscurity. It was really sad. And Nokia became this thing that people were kicking around now for peanuts. It's yeah. Well, so, can they come back? We'll see. Come 2016, when they shake off the yoke of Microsoft. Hopefully with Android. Everybody should have done this three years ago. Ah, looks like you're moving one day closer to... What's this thing from Terminator? That day where... Judgment Day. The Judgment Day. Okay, you know, we this, this metaphor is lost on me, but... <laughs> okay, you know, Android is, is going to be everywhere. Everything is using Android. Every single thing, your own computer, this whole internet of things, you know, phones are already submitting. Um, I mean, we'll see. Anyways, yeah, uh, so more from Google, actually. Android M finally got its bar mitzvah. Uh, a marshmallow, a marshmallow thing. I think the biggest test of Android 1 will, um, will come when... Android M finally comes out, and we see whether this this uh, this Pangolo Infinix Hot Two will get the update when everybody else gets it. That will be really interesting to see. I mean, it will live up to their, you know, to the hype of a unified Android ecosystem, which is the biggest win for Android here. Is you know nobody making shitty devices that have three year old versions of Android on them. It's like you push out one update and everybody gets it. It's like insane oh my god we're talking about and um, you know the google Borg again but yeah i'm looking forward to seeing what the you know what android m will look like yeah. um anyways i mean a lot of phone 
thing we are talking about today. Xiaomi is coming to Africa. Xiaomi, uh, the terrorist of <laughs> Apple, the conqueror of, uh, or the terrorist of Apple, the conqueror of uh, Asia. The the well, they're doing something to Samsung. You know, it's it's not very good. You know, whatever it is that Xiaomi is doing is keeping Samsung up at night, and they've gone to India. You know, to replicate the same insanity that they did in China. Uh, it was pretty obvious to me that they were going to come to Africa at some point, and they are, you know, so, you know, there is um, uh, Apple, Samsung, and the latest person to be worried now is Infinix Techno. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I thought that, you know, with the Android M, sorry, with the Android One partnership that they managed to score with Google, consolidate their hold on the market, but if um, Xiaomi is coming, then that is a legitimate threat. I'm going to be honest though. So they are coming to Africa with two phones. The um, Mi 1 and 4. Uh, uh, Mai. Let's pronounce Mai. Mai, okay. Mai. The Mai 1 and 4. Uh, Mai 2 and Mai 4. And those are selling out. I mean, those are pretty pricey for, I mean, a company that says it's uh, bottom of the pyramid. Uh, it's bottom of the pyramid friendly. One of them sells for the cheaper one sells for thirty one thousand two hundred. I think that's a bit pricey. I mean, it's if you if you so the my what do you say that the my two what the my four sells you know, for what, sixty thousand. What is the, what is the equivalent? Um, one sixty dollars. Yeah, one sixty dollars. No, no, no. What what phone would you say is its equivalent? Uh let's compare with if in, if the Infinix. Phone I don't think so. I don't think those phones are on the same level with. The with these low end Infinix devices, you I seriously doubt. Okay, so if so, market my 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 stock in trade is making cheap devices that are technically on par with flagships from other brands. That's that's their stock in trade, you know. So these devices are not um, low end and. You know, they'll probably not make the same mistake that Techno did, which was to come like at the low end of the market and just like come pitch. They will try and pitch themselves into the middle of the market, most likely. Uh-huh. As a mid-range device that you would put, you know, you would spend anything from between 30 and 60,000 Naira on, which is also a very decent market. That's a market where Samsung is like flooding all these, you know, new galaxies into, you know, like those galaxies that are not, they don't look like cheap phones, but they are really shitty phones if you... If what you were looking for was an S4 or you know no experience, you know. They're like, I will not take forty thousand and go and buy a Samsung device because it's just like wasting money. It's plastic shit. All right. Really. So you know, if you have forty thousand and you don't want to buy plastic shit, if there was a my device on the market, that's that's the device I'll probably go for. Uh, I mean, pending when they decide that, hmm, the twenty thousand naira market is interesting, and then they make a device specifically for. For that, that's when, as a techno on Infinix, I will be really genuinely worried. Yeah. Well, I think if they want to win in Africa, though, they really need to begin to focus on that. Um, um, on the low end of the market. On the low end of the market. Yeah, we'll see. We so, will see what they do when they do come. Uh, speculation. Of course. A lot of gadgets in news today. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been all about gadgets. And this is not even something that we're really good at. Good you know, at right. We're, we're tech about, we talk more about startups and stuff. Uh, but you know, onto something that is it's supposed to be our forty, but this is something I do not really know that much about. It's this Showmax thing um, that Naspers has finally launched. We've been hearing rumors that 
you know, uh, they're going to launch a streaming service, you know, that is like Netflix. I mean, it's been such a sticking point, you know, people trying to access Netflix from, you know, outside of the U.S. or outside of countries where it's supported and, you know, just because of international, you know, whatever copyright laws, it's just not been available or maybe they just cannot be bothered. I don't know, one way or the other, you know, uh, the service has not been legally available to people in Africa and people found all kinds of workarounds like VPNs and stuff you know, just to be able to access this really cool service. It costs, what, all of $10 a month. You get access to a near infinite bouquet of on-demand video content. And um, NASPAS in South Africa is saying, here's the alternative. You know, if you don't, if you don't, um, if you can't get Netflix, um, come use Showmax. And even on top of that, we're going to throw in a discount. We're going to price ours at, what, $7? $7. dollars um, Okay, yeah, $7. But yeah. I, I don't know, you know, it, it comes down to what the experience looks like. Uh, I would, uh, just to say where I d ditched um, Deezer for Apple Music without thinking about it. Right. It comes down to, you know, what the experience looks like. And I would say that Netflix plus VPN is not a very... If, if the experience of Netflix plus VPN is, is too much of a hassle, then I might do a show max. You know, right. but, you know. but, I mean, then, when Netflix finally comes to town... The $3 is not really the... Actually, Netflix is, is, is priced at um, seven ninety nine. Right. Like, I mean, so for me, it's not the nickel and diming thing. It's really, you know, how strong the catalog is, and how you know how robust the experience is in terms of you know does it work on my phone, does it work on my laptop, how intuitive it is, and stuff like. Why are we having this conversation? Does it is it is it going to work in Nigeria in the first place? Like, um, so I what mean, market is Showmax? Showmax has plans of coming to Kenya. And Nigeria, right? Um, How soon? I think before the end of twenty fifteen. I'm not exactly sure of that, but it's part of their plans to come very soon. Right. Hopefully, before Netflix comes in. But it's live in South Africa. Africa. Oh, but it's live in South Africa. They get all the good things. Sorry. Oh, of course, because they have the infrastructure on ground. The internet is there. If they come to Nigeria right now, or if they launch in Nigeria right now, well, would, how many sure. would crickets? Maybe you. I would. And St. <laughs> and Shay. And that's all. And. And you? Myself? Uh, okay, we're not going to talk about that. Okay, yeah, by association. I mean, we've got unlimited Wi-Fi in the office. What are you talking about? Exactly, that's right. All you have to do is, you know, marathon over the weekend, you know. Don't go home to, you know, do whatever you do on the weekend. Right. You know, you so, want to watch Showmax. And, I mean, anyway, so, so um, one of the more interesting things about this, which I also shared with you earlier, was how... Naspers is, you know, cotton itself, cannibalizing on itself maybe with this Showmax thing because they run multi-choice, which is uh, the largest pay TV um, enterprise in Africa. And the Showmax is coming. If people are leaving, maybe I didn't really think this through because, I mean, I, I wrote it somewhere and it sounded pretty nifty. No, like, the thing is, like, this is where it's an inevitable destination uh, uh, people are going to consume more content on online or uh, by, you know, on-demand, non-linear, digital services. You know, so if you insist that you're going to stick with the old model, then 
you're going to be disrupted, you know. So, if anyone's going to be disrupting, you know, why not disrupt yourself? So apparently, it's like you have to do whatever it takes to survive. It's, look at the look at HBO for instance. HBO um, uh, is the is a cable, the cable uh, yeah the cable network and you know going up against Netflix and there is something that one of the execs at HBO said that is everyone's like repeating that quote it's like we're trying to become Netflix no so I'm sorry it was a Netflix executive that said this he said they, they want to become HBO before HBO can become Netflix um, can become them you know but that is already happening because HBO had to have a tete-a-tete with themselves and decide what they wanted to be the old cable company printing tons of money that suddenly had a heart attack and died you know or the company that walked with its you know customer base into the future and they had to launch a HBO Go you know put their offerings online you know just because that is what people are doing is nobody's going to come and sit in front of some dumb television all the time yeah. the whole media consumption paradigm is turned on its head it doesn't matter how sophisticated your you know cable technology is and whether it can store terabytes of video when people are not at home it comes down to the fact that people want seamless experiences and they will flock to whoever gives it to them um, they are in a great position to do this because obviously they have they are naspers they have a ton of cash yeah. a ton of Huge experimentation budget. room you know hopefully they can pull it off yeah, hopefully really. And Naspers has not had a lot of internet success since, you know... Since Don't say that outside, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're the company that invested in Tencent and are crushing it. So. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, that's telecom. I mean, speaking of internet businesses, um, from Nigeria alone, I mean, we have, we've had our price check, OLX. Conga is like the only thing they have that is maybe doing well. The consolation prize, you know, so it's yeah. not something to sniff at. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, they've not had a lot of luck in Nigeria. Uh, I, I don't want to speak for other markets. Yeah, but, yeah you know, price check is pretty... If you, They'll be more successful in their home turf as far as the Africa thing is concerned. Yeah. Well, cool stuff. And I'm sure there's more stuff going on that we have not covered. Uh, you know, we miss because um, we're not omni-science, you know. So, you check out a few of... Um, our friends across the ecosystem. Uh, Wenga is going to kill me for this, but I really like TechPoint's photography. Um, you should check them. Check, you should check them out. TechPoint.ng. They did an interview. Um, they did this really cool interview with uh, Printivo. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I remember Uliomi Ojo, interesting guy doing interesting stuff around web to print. Uh, in Nigeria, this is the largest in Nigeria, and he's poised to do great things. I suspect that we will have cause to talk about him very soon on Techabound, so check out that interview. So, and that's my, I've, I've done my good deed for the day, plugging the competition, so <laughs> I guess we can right. move on. And I'm you, surprised, I mean, I, I, why would I kill you for that? I mean, I, I've told you a lot, I mean, a number of times that uh, as you do, like, their photography. I think it's fantastic. Okay. In your defense. In, yes. your, in your defense. Uh, have you checked out zikoko.com because it is awesome? Is it cocoa? Is it cocoa? The snarky... Okay, what I, I probably shouldn't. I mean, it's I not snarky. It makes people happy. What are you talking about? Okay. We I'm talk about stuff like jollof rice and dodo and, um, you know, up nepa and only things that Nigerians will understand, you know. But um, if you're Nigerian, you'll understand what I'm talking about. And 
you really should check it out. So. Does everybody like Zikoko? Nigerians mostly. Do you think all Nigerians like Zikoko? If you are a Nigerian and you don't like Zikoko, you should really consider diving off the third mainland bridge. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you cannot. It's like not liking a baby. It's you know. It's um, I'm not going to say cats because Nigerians don't like cats. I hate as cats. a rule, I hate cats. You cannot say this on the internet. You're on the well, freaking internet. Do you want to get trolled? Keep quiet. Okay. Anyways, moving on because he's totally botched that. Um, Zikoko.com. Uh, our next AMA on radar. Yes, we have the guys at ACE. I mean, ACE. I keep telling you guys to stop calling it ACE. You know, it's not ACE. It's an acronym, not a word. I'm sorry, Tunde and Urchin. Okay. ACE are coming, um, are joining us on Thursday for the um, AMA Ask Me Anything session, and they'll be talking about logistics. You know, it's a big bad wolf of the Nigerian e-commerce um, system, um, ecosystem, techno system, whatever system we're allowed to call it. Uh, yeah. These guys have been, they peeled up from Jumia to come do logistics. It's just uh, such, I saw this epic rant that Simshagaya went on <laughs> with someone on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. Like someone was like, you know, apparently they were asking why delivery was not free and Simshagaya looked to be really pain because he took time to begin to break down, you know, how much it cost them to just do a delivery, not just in Lagos, but nationwide. And it's such a big problem, you know, for Sim to, you know, go, go on, you know, like in public on Twitter, just begin to break it down. It's, it's, a, it's a super um, interesting, having to make really great sacrifices just to, you know, make sure that goods can go from point A to B. So I really salute these people, like we said last week, you know, these guys are the real MVPs. And ACE, formerly A-Post, are one of the people that, or, you know, we're like going to tackle this dragon head on and just solve it, you know, take on that leg of the elephant and see whether, what we can do with it. Yeah, sorry. Should be really, it should be an interesting conversation with them next week. Look forward to that. Clear schedules. This uh, happens. Like we do, you can begin to send in your questions at 4 p.m. and 5 p.m. We open the floor is for them to begin to respond to the questions. Cool interest, um, so, yeah. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to that next week and back to the matter of what we should call this podcast uh, so do you want to take your names now um i mean let's look at what people were saying as crap i've gone and i actually had this thing open i was like looking at it and people have said many interesting names some people said call it tech cabal yeah uh, call it junta okay so i really want to know what what this person is getting at I mean, by the way, thank you guys for sending this in. This are yeah, thank you so much for the feedback on this on the on the podcast and for su- suggesting all these names. No, we're not going to call it Junta, Posse, Block, Caucus, Cartel, Syndicate. <laughs> I'm sorry, Olushei. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure NSA is looking at us as it is right now. I mean, yeah, the NSA kind of doesn't care about you. Yeah, like get over yourself. Oh, uh, you thanks a lot. Um, thanks a lot. Um, Nubika Ede says that we should uh, take some cues of African tech roundup in terms of brevity and we should add background music. Not having background music is my idea, you know, so I'm sorry, not sorry. For now, we're not putting in music because if we put in music, Bingo is going to take three weeks to publish this. So for now, we're going to quick and dirty route. We might put some music in, you know, down the line, but I'm sorry, guys. Okay. We're, we're just going to have to go be our bare knuckle with this for for the next few weeks 
Um, Obi wants us to do video. It's coming eventually. And um, we're going to work on better sound. There's a consistent feedback we've been hearing. Yes. I will not tell you what we are recording this with. Um, TC Sound. How about TC Sound? TC, that's a bit of a... Makes it sound like a music studio. No, like even sounds... I don't know. Like in, so, That's so meta. Like If I call my... my if we call the podcast TC Sound, like, is it TC or Sound? I'm so confused, you know, so... Akindolu, a nice suggestion, but very confusing. Yeah, I think I through everything here. Uh, it's, well, it's not a lot, but we probably should listen to one idea, yeah. which is to keep it short. And yeah. We should probably just... And we should, you know, get out of here, like, really soon. I, I can take a hint. Yeah. Thank you very much, Buinga. We are going now. Okay. Um, we really like the suggestion from Ire and seconded by Nosa that we should call it TC Radio. Um, thank you, geniuses. As it turns out, we also had the same genius idea, <laughs> um, kind of like two years ago when I first put out the first audio thing. I called it CC Radio back then, so, you know. Um, I like your idea. That was my idea. And now it's our idea. We're called, um, TC Radio. That's what we're going to call it. Case dismissed. Okay, well, TC Radio. Hey. TC Radio. So, um, <clears throat> I think that's it for the week. That's it for the week. And, um, oh yeah, iTunes, iTunes, I... Um, we are going to share the iTunes link where you can subscribe and, um, you know, put in your, sticking your favorite podcast app and all that stuff. It's, um, it's quick and dirty, not just in name, but also uh, in the way we're, we're going at it. So, um, being I just submitted our RSS feed to the iTunes store, it's being approved. Probably by next week, we'll have a link for you to subscribe to and you can take... TC Radio, wherever it is you go. In yeah. the downfall, on the subway, in the mallway, on the and BRT, the morning when you're walking in out. your airplane, you know, <laughs> wherever it is that you happen to be at, man. Uh, yeah. um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for listening and we're out of here. Wow. Wow? Is that all you can say? Wow. You're not going to say no, goodbye? I, yeah, of course. Goodbye. I, I saw something and then, you know what? Yeah, goodbye, guys. Thank you for listening and see you next week. Peace out.